0: Back again, uh, Another week, another week. Episode seven. We're here, the Social Living Podcast. Um, yeah, man. I guess we can just dive into what episode seven, man, number seven. Hey, man, what, what? What does what does what, what does number seven mean to you, man? What do you think? What do you think of? Again, think, it's,
1: again seven? football. Seven. <laughs> and this this is such a random one as well. First, when you said seven men, I thought Thomas Rosicky. Why? Oh really? Yeah, why am I thinking Thomas Riziski?
0: But you know, yeah, that,
1: that points in my head.
0: You know what? I'm yeah. error I'm a, I'm an error behind that one, you know. And I fought seven, I fought Robert Pires. I was like, oh, yo. Okay, Okay, You yeah, know what I mean? He 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 was the one before Riziski. And yeah. like, yeah, man, set that bar for that 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 goal scoring midfielder. And I feel like since that era. In terms of Arsenal fans, anyway, we just haven't, we've never had a player like Perez ever again. Just someone no. like that. I guess you can argue maybe Sanchez, but like you know, just in that four four two system, someone who can play on the on the left wing, right footed, yeah. and just get you like fifteen goals a season. Yeah. Just pure class, man. No, nah, man, you can't, you can't compare, man. Um, yeah, Perez. But you know what? Outside of Arsenal, I I I think it is it's just Ronaldo, maybe Beckham.
1: Beckham, yeah, that comes to mind. It's Ronaldo or Beckham.
0: But yeah, man. There's there's no one else you could say Frank Ribery or something like that. But really and truly, it's it's um it's a hundred percent Beckham and then Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we we can just segue that straight into Ronaldo, man. Like.
1: Yeah man big Bro, last he's, of... he's home.
0: <laughs> yeah man, like we 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 saw we saw Messi two weeks prior go to PSG, then we saw Lukaku go to Chelsea, and now we're seeing Ronaldo go back to Man United. Nice. Like that is oh, that is a that is a big that is a that is a big thing. But Does it, scare you? it, it, it Does doesn't it scare you? me. It doesn't scare me simply because me being an Arsenal fan, we're not going to compete against Man United, so yeah, I can't Miles be scared. Yeah, I can't be scared of that. So that's yeah. not um, that's not me. Um, but I think the question that comes to mind is, can he do it in the Premiership again?
1: Mm. At his age,
0: at his at age, his you age. know, who 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 was the last person to do it at thirty six years old? Mm. Right, the but term. then, if anyone's yeah.
1: gonna do it, it's gonna be Ronaldo.
0: Exactly, exactly. And like He's done it
1: everywhere else, so can, I feel like mm. you can only back him and, and expect that that level to to come through in a prem again.
0: Hundred percent. That's why you give him. That's why you give him 480k a week. Mm.
1: Yeah, man. Which it's is,
0: not shabby, man. Not shabby. Someone, not shabby. Yeah,
1: for someone of his age as well to so still be getting paid that amount.
0: Exactly. Yeah man, he deserves every penny of it, man. Like how I many Champions Leagues he's won, the amount of trophies he's won is, is is more than most like club's history. So no, you know yeah. that speaks for it's itself. Crazy, man. It speaks for itself. Um not sure if you saw as well in the week, so the day that it got announced that um he signed. I believe that my United's share price actually went up by almost 10%. I think it was like 9.8%. 9, 9. So, like, oh, almost yeah, 10% that. increase. That is, that is crazy. Is. Um, That's the
1: Ronaldo effect. The Ronaldo exactly. effect shows the power and the aura and the, the influence the man has. Mm. Mm. Besides, and even for the Premier League, man, I bet Sky are rubbing their hands. Sky, BT and whoever's got the... Um, Got got the viewings, but um yeah, but they're rubbing their hands because everyone's going to see what Ronaldo's doing in the Prem.
0: Yeah, and it again, it kind of confirms again the English Super League is basically what it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. Attracting another big player, big wages that we can afford. Um, they only signed him for what like twenty, was it twenty five mil euros? <laughs> I think it was. So yeah, super cheap and um. Also, as you mentioned, the Ronaldo effect. Uh, man, so the post that Man United did on IG, I believe the one that where they announced him, I believe that's the most liked social media post by a sports team to date. So, 13 last time I checked, it was 13 million views, um, 13 million likes. Which is oh,
1: really?
0: more than yeah. more than Messi, Messi to PSG. More than Messi, man. <laughs> more than Messi. The worst thing is, you know, you know what it is when it comes to Ronaldo. He he's also like the poster boy, more so than Messi is. Like, if you're a football fan, you know Messi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're just a a regular person who don't watch football, you'll know who Ronaldo is just yeah, because yeah, of man. you know like modeling and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Um, it's his brand, his, his brand yeah,
1: bigger than what Messi's is.
0: Exactly, strong. Um, You could probably compare it in terms of followers and stuff like that. So, man, it's big, man. It's big, it's big. Mm. So that's, I guess, that's one one of the things that's happened this week. So we saw Ronaldo return to Man United. Another thing that happened on Sunday: Kanye West finally drops his album, Uh Donda. Um, I don't really have too so much.
1: Yeah, I've still not listened to it, you know. It's on my, it's on my, my um, listening list. But um, yeah, we, I guess we're looking at looking at the track we were speaking about it the other day. But yeah, yeah, just looking looking at the track list alone kind of puts me off. Cause I'm like, when am I gonna have the time to listen to the <coughs> whole of this?
0: A hundred percent. So that's how I feel. Like to be brutally honest, it's on my, it's on my listening list but it's it's gonna come after after Drake's album, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to that first yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's just one of those like I can't lie, I did try to listen to it, I tried to do it whilst I was like washing up um first track, um, it just wasn't the mood, you know, like you know when you do the washing up, you're like you need music that motivates you to like, get the washing and done. you just like, yeah, sing along and work. It, you know, it just wasn't that. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I, I chose the wrong mood that I was in to listen to that album. So I got to give it another chance. And then again, just like what you said, 27 songs, I already lost. I kind of already lost interest because it seems like um, quantity over quality. So I'm just like, uh, do you know what I mean? Um but then again, you could say that. But then I feel like if Drake did that, I'd probably listen to all the songs just because I feel like yeah. it would it will all go. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it will it will all kind of go in, like it will fall like a playlist as opposed to like album. yeah, as an album. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think it Chris Brown, I think he's done stuff like that in the past, and I I just I'm just like yeah, I can't. But if Drake did it, yeah, I'll listen to it just because I feel like he perfected it, and maybe it's a it's a better listening experience. But again, mm-hmm. it, you 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 all can probably tell that I'm just a Drake fan. So yeah, um... it'd
1: be interesting to to sit, like to hear Kanye talk about the tracklist and why he's gone with so many songs because. I know he yeah. wouldn't. I know there's thought thought behind it. Like with it, with everything Kanye does, it's not just a a random thing. Oh, I've made this many songs. That's how many songs going on the album. I wonder what this yeah. process was. Because mm-hmm. when it when it comes to creativity, that guy is untouched. It's unmatched. No one. Yeah. I don't think there's there's been an artist that has got to that level in terms of creativity, and and excelling outside of outside of their their own remit. And it, 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 again, it's like it's it's good to see, man, because a lot of a lot of artists kind of just stay in their lane. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Kanye
1: he, he stepped out of that and he's forced his way into the fashion world and and it and you've seen like the likes of Rihanna, follow suit. Beyonce with mm. Ivy Park, like it's Kanye set set that trend, man, and it's, it's good to see.
0: No, it is, man. It is to see like outside of music, he's definitely been killing it. In and he 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 demands his respect as well. Like, yo, I am a mm-hmm. billionaire. Forbes, you better go and check, <laughs> check my net worth. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like he demands yeah. that, Do you know what I mean? So he wants um, his flowers now. he wants his flowers now, hundred percent. So you gotta give his ratings. And you know, I feel like um with him being a creator, you can tell when he has his like creative kind of like uh I guess not I don't wanna say issues, but like his created difficulties. You know, sometimes when you are a creator and you're still trying to earn... You want your art to be respected, you know? And he, he he's not taking no crap from Nike or Adidas or whoever it is. He is, to himself, that he sees, he is Walt Disney. Do you know what I mean? He is the mm-hmm. job. He is those guys. And he knows his worth and he carries that out. And that that in itself is inspirational. Do you know what I mean? Just that us being able to witness that and see that and being able to see his journey to that point as well, it, 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 that can only give us hope and power. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and then there'll be many there'll be many more to come after him and he's set that way, you know? So mm-hmm. um yeah man, big props to him. Um I guess the last question on that one as well is like, do you reckon that will be bigger than Drake's album coming out September third? Certified no. Lover Boy.
1: There's no way this album. I've been waiting on it. It must been like a year now. I've been waiting for this album. Yeah, to yeah, in. yeah. Everyone's waiting for it. Drake has mm. been pending in everyone's everyone's um playlist for, for a minute now, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking to see what kind of Drake we get. The title, the title screams "Soft Ice Cream Mountain on the Chest." Drake, right? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, no, it definitely does, and it definitely does, and. I love the artwork as well that he dropped as well with The Pregnant Women. Um, I don't know if it's got anything to do with the album being nine months late or something. Or is it the ninth month? I don't know. Something like that. Like, I feel like there's something on there. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hopefully. You know what? Drake always kind of hits my expectation when it comes to the album. Like, Late Night Drives... That's what I need, yeah. and mm-hmm. he gets it every single time. So yeah, yeah. It's I'm looking fitting
1: forward as to well, going into the winter. Trust um, me, Drake. Exactly. This is Drake's season. He he always yeah, this
0: season. It. It, <laughs> yeah, he is. Autumn babies, OVO, mm. all that stuff. Like yeah, man, this is October's all... very own. Mm.
1: But, no, yeah, but then, yeah, going back to your question, I don't, yeah, I don't think Kanye will come, will come close to what Drake's going to release and I've not even heard it. It's just, I but, think, yeah, I just think Kanye is, he, he appeals to a, quite a niche crowd in terms of what he produced musically. Um, um, and yeah, Drake's more, it's more general compared to Kanye. But um, yeah, in terms of my vibe, I think, yeah, I'm more, I'm more leaning towards Drake than Kanye. But, um, yeah, some of Kanye's old projects are, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Again, creatively, when I think of Kanye, I think the first one that comes to my head is actually Runaway. You know, the music video where he's on the piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just the creativity of that video and the song I learned. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, un, it's unmatched. But, yeah, and at this moment in time, it's Drake for me.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know what, Drake... Drake's like Drake's album for me. I know for a, a fact it will be way better than than uh, than Kanye's for sure. Um, just for the simple fact of my own preference, that's number one. But also, I feel like there's a hundred percent going to be a viral. Something will go viral. You know what I mean? Like whether it be a dance, whether it be like something like Hotline Bling, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like there's going to be something that will be, go viral from his album. Um, just because I feel like he's always had that kind of ingredient within his music and his production or videos and things like that, so um, yeah, there'll always be um, yeah, there'll always be something like that that will kind of that separate him from Kanye. I think you know he yeah, got Kanye's already done the build up, he's already done the whole Mercedes Arena and stuff like that, but I feel like I don't think that will carry on over the weeks. Where I feel like Drake will probably stick. Over the next like, couple months, you know. So yeah, man, it'll be good, man. Looking out for that one. Looking out for that one. Um, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess the next the next thing that also happened this week. So, in football, we had the transfer deadline. We had a lot of footballers moving left and right. Um, but one footballer in particular started using his social media in a different way that we've probably never even seen before. So I just thought we like just touch on this before we kind of get to the main, the main subject. You know, the the top three accounts that um, we think are really important on on Instagram. Um, so yeah, that, let's touch in it. So Arsenal player uh, Ainsley Maitland Niles, randomly, I feel, starts sending shots at Arsenal via social media. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. He basically said that. I just want to go where um, I'm going to play. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, right now, he hasn't been playing. If you do follow football, so the situation is Maitland-Niles has not been playing football with Arsenal. Well, he's just not a first-team regular. He uh, plays predominantly as a a centre-back, a centre-mid, sorry, centre-midfield. But when Arsenal use him, they normally use him as a right-back. Um, he doesn't like playing there, but he's probably paid most of his adult career adult playing career in that position um, and he's really good at it. Um, mm-hmm. so from the outside looking in, it kind of feels like there might be a bit of an attitude issue there with um maintenance I think the I think Arsenal actually need maintenance now. um but yeah. until he until he gets his attitude right. I feel like it probably won't work out. And the more he wants to play centre mid, um, the more, I guess, he's going to run into these types of issues, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a, he's at a turning point in his career and I need to make a decision about where he wants to play. Because I think even at West Brom, they wanted to end, they ended up wanting him to play right back. I feel like he he just needs to, to give in and realise that, that that is his best position as an Arsenal awesome yeah. fan, I've, I've seen him come through the ranks. And when I've watched him in, in midfield, I've never felt comfortable yeah. with him there just because of his um, casual approach. And I know sometimes it works and it works for the better of him, but I've just seen him get caught on the ball quite a few times. And, it's, and, it, and yeah, he just seems more comfortable at right back in terms of his energy, um, the way he can take on a man, and, and his decision making. And his final ball's not too bad as well.
0: But, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see
1: what where, what what happens with him at Arsenal now, because yeah, I don't know how Arteta Arteta's quite a stern man. I don't know how he deals with this going forward. I saw rumors about him him having to train with the youth team now, but yeah, be, again, it'll be interesting to see how how he fits back into the side after that little outburst on on IG stories.
0: Yeah, it's true. I and you know that like, in addition to basically what you just said as well, like he's also. Right, as much as like he looks good in that right back position and you know, you named all those attributes, he's also just better at right back than the other right backs that we have. Um <laughs> yeah. and like you know, it kind of puts it into a weird situation because if he just was like, you know what, I'll play right back. He would probably play every week if he just showed that mm-hmm. maybe that enthusiasm and took responsibility. Uh I obviously I I don't know Maitland now, right? So I don't know him personally. But the vibe I'm getting, he seems like the type of person that if he makes a mistake at right-back, he'll be like, well, I'm not a right-back. And I feel yeah, like that's the that wrong attitude out. to take. Yeah, I feel like that's the wrong kind of attitude. It's more so like, okay, I'm not a right-back, but um, I can do this better and I'm going to improve. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, that's my responsibility. That was my fault. So it's like, yeah, and then you, you, once you focus in that direction, you can do it. We've seen players, other players do that. Like, uh Ashley Young went into right back. Um uh, yeah. Antonio Valencia, these are all forward Valencia. players.
1: yeah. Yeah, Valencia's a great shout because he he turned into a real solid right back. I remember him at Wigan, he used to bomb down yeah. the right hand side. I never never yeah. saw any defensive discipline in him. Then he made the yeah. move he made the move to United and all of a sudden he's one of the best right backs in the league.
0: Exactly. So, so yeah, and I feel he's... like yeah, go on. Yeah, I was saying that like, these are
1: just case studies for Maitland Niles, just to see how, how you can transition into different different positions and still have a good career from it. But yeah, it, 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 and it also it also it's also about the team around him, who is influencing Maitland now. It's like if if he's got an agency, are they are they backing his decision? Are they are they advising him to to play the role Arsenal want him to play in terms of furthering his career? Like yeah, if his if his circle isn't advising him correctly,
0: it won't it won't help him go further. Yeah, his that's true. That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah, man. I I hope it works out for him, man. Um, like I I would have hated to have seen him go to like Everton on loan and he wasted away there because he's not gonna get into their center mid. Like he's not gonna play in their midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and likewise if he. Um If he ends up playing at right back and he starts killing it there as well, so I guess we'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see where he goes from there. I think with Arteta, there's always a way back into the team, and it's just about kind of showing your, I guess, showing the the, the right attitude and making sure that you're for the team and not for yourself. And I feel like you'll find your way back into the team. So yeah. Definitely. I think definitely. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, man, let's dive let's dive into the into the actual topics, man. The, the the main the main the main topic that we have for the show today, I think that's what everybody's looking forward to, is finding out like what <laughs> what free accounts are we following on social media that we think are the probably the most influential on social media to ourselves, I guess. You know, it's something that we follow like on a on a on a daily basis. Um, I think I think we should start from bottom to top. You know, like yeah, yeah prioritize it. So, um, I'm happy to start with you know visualize value. I feel like I've only recently started following them, um, but their their content is absolutely amazing to me. Anyways, I feel like it's amazing just for the fact that I'm a visual like learner and I like to take in things visually, and I feel like their minimalist approach to the, the the graphic designs that they have where it's just like you know like on a quotes page they will have bare words to explain this but they mm-hmm. just got a simple diagram and I'm like I like that do you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's crazy I mean,
1: they have like it's such a minimalist approach they have like a, a circle on their page black and white and their text would be like life is never endless and I'm like wow they got yeah, <laughs> they've got me, but exactly, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the impact. It's such a simple, simple um concept, but it's the impact it has is yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. But um, yeah, again, they're they're a top account for me. It's something I I look out for. I look out for their um posts, and I know they do a lot of work with um Stephen Bartlett. Uh,
0: yeah, that's well. all over the it's book. book. It's all over. Like if you haven't read Stephen Bartlett's book, there's a quick plug. Um is yeah, it Happy Sexy Millionaire? Yeah, definitely check that out, man. Those graphics are in that book as well. And it just helps explain certain things that Stephen Bartlett kind of tries to portray in words. It helps, it kind of is a great like visual aid for what he's trying to say as well. It's just it's it's, it's yeah, it's brilliant, man. Yeah, no, definitely, really
1: definitely. Yeah, I would recommend dropping my a follow just for just for like daily motivation in a different way you've probably not seen before.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Everything's in black and white. I believe the the actual graphic design is called Jack Butcher. Um okay. So, but visual, visualize value. Uh, so it's at Visualized Value on Instagram. It's got about three hundred k followers at the moment. So, if you haven't heard of it, you're definitely behind. But yeah, give them a follow. Um, and yeah, give Jack Butcher a follow as well. So he clearly has other projects and other designs that he does. But um, yeah, definitely a genius for that one. I just feel like it just simplifies everything. Um, and I, I've I've previously run quotes pages as well. And like when I look at his thing, I'm just like, yo, that 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 doesn't need any words. <laughs> it's like I, oh, I yeah. get it. Get it you know what I mean? So um, yeah, just to just to kind of take that angle, take that niche, and grow with it as well. Just being consistent posting, and the fact that people want to use that type of art in their books and stuff just shows how important the art that he's doing is creating is, you know, so yeah man big up, big up visualised value for that one, mm-hmm. that's yeah, account that's number funny. one that's account number one and uh, the next one I think I've got definitely got a lot more to say um, earn your leisure mm. earn your leisure on yeah, Instagram yeah, that's, that's, yeah my boys for sure man, my boys for sure so that's at Earn Your Leisure, um, or Earn Your Leisure if you're in America. Um, so, so it, earn, your, earn Your Leisure, uh, their, their account is basically about financial literacy. So, um, I don't believe there's anything that's like that um, in the UK. If anything, hmm. the closest, just an honourable mention, is the urban, fin- is it the Financier? Earn, yeah. Uh, urban Financier. Um, yeah. He's the probably the closest thing to Earn Your Leisure at the moment, but Earn Your Leisure, like uh, Urban Financier, is like a just a drop in the ocean when it compares to what Earn Your Leisure's kind of online community is. You see what I'm saying? So it's about these two guys. Um, they're basically teaching financial literacy just amongst. They're teaching it online. And their target audience is clearly kind of like black people. But it's definitely for everyone. But it's for those who don't have access to this information, mainly. Mm -hmm. So they'll be teaching you about how to invest in stocks, how to invest in cryptocurrencies, how to invest in different businesses, like a wide range of businesses. So typically within the black culture, which obviously we fall under, like you might feel like when you're growing up, you're limited to like a, a handful of things that can make you rich or, or give you access to wealth. Uh, one of those things could be uh, a musician. Another one of those things could be, you know, athlete. You might consider being a doctor or a lawyer, but if you're not, um, if you're not academically, if you don't feel academically able or even academically engaged, it's going to be really difficult for you to kind of reach those things. And I think with Earn Your Leisure, what they do is they give you another option. So they, I've seen them invest in like lorry companies. they companies where they're, you know, taking stock from one state to another state or they're investing in like car rental businesses, cryptocurrencies, stocks, like all these different options where you can build out, like you can start creating your own asset portfolio and raise your network. And I think like just the way that they'd go about and do it, they look like me, they dress like me, and what they're talking about is so influential. So like mm, Yeah.
1: They're important they're important figures within the community. Like like you said, it's that relatability. Especially over in the UK, like I said, the Urban, Urban Financial is probably the only person I've seen on a public scale talk mm. about wealth and net worth and how you can how you can build your your income. Um but yeah, that's that relatability is rare and, and we need to we need more of it. We need to see more of it. And it's that exposure yeah. it's that exposure to 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 things and and concepts that we don't have first knowledge to because of yeah. our backgrounds and and uh, economic position like it's, yes yeah, it's, it, again like, I, 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 I follow them, but because I don't interact with them much, I don't see them come up on my time timeline. But yeah, I know yeah. It's, yeah, it's a re- recommendation from you, so I thought yeah, I've got to give these guys a give these guys a chance. And what I have seen of them, it's yeah, it's nothing but gems.
0: Yeah, man, nothing but gems. And if you haven't checked them out, man, hundred percent check them out. They also got like interviews on on Breakfast Club as well. They also interview other rappers and like different entertainers and stuff like that. Just to kind of talk about their certain adventures so the likes of jim jones and talking about how he launches you know some of his nfts we've spoken to like fat joe and his whole come up and how everything changed like once he like so he was big like obviously in the early 2000s but then kind of like dropped off or slowed down so to speak and then like he's picked up again like doing the podcasting doing acting and you know all these things and you get to kind of find out where he puts his money how he holds his wealth um just this past weekend they did like a um invest fest like an investment festival type thing where they had like people like fabulous performing like it's just they have really tapped into like the hip-hop culture and the urban culture um right now and it's like you know And they're dropping real gems for just everybody to be able to kind of get their hand into this pile. Like, look, you don't need to go out and buy like a Balenciaga or buy a house or whatever. You can start off with just £5 and learn how to trade off that, make money, Mm -hmm. buy crypto, what crypto platforms to use like what um investment platforms to use they do like uh, uh talks on Mondays where it's like they give like I don't want to say signals but it's just like the latest news on stocks and shares and they just deliver it yeah. in a way that might be more understandable for you so you might want to read the Financial Times but they got so much technical jargon in there you're just like I don't know whether I should invest or not do you know yeah. what I mean so it's like okay the way they drop it is just like in a way where I'm talking to you in my living room and I fully understand what you're saying to me. Um, And I think that's really important. And they're they're fully qualified as well. Like like they've been teaching this for years. This isn't just like a, a quick come up. They've been doing this for years and they've been trying to like push it out for, I guess, a long time, you know, within the community, going to schools, colleges, universities, whatever, you name it. They've been trying to do that. And, um, You know what, like, they're they're also a blueprint for, like, someone like myself, like, trying to push out um, social media to, like, our communities that we have here. Like, we both um, found a career within social media, and I want that, I want others within our community to know that that's also an option for themselves as well not they don't have to keep chasing whether it's like sports like you can do that but you also can have other skills outside of sports as well so um yeah no I think that's really really I think that's really important you know um for myself I follow them almost like every day I don't tap into every single podcast or show that they do but um there's always some sort of quote or gem or little like short video that I watch and I'm just like yeah there for real, like, you know, that I'm definitely going to take that on board. Um, so I've definitely watched one of their shows and it, if anything, it's motivated me to do the podcast to move you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even launch like, hashtag live in agency. Um, and we've got more community things coming as well. So mem- things that if you want to support us from the membership level and things like that and creating extra content for you guys. So, yeah, like, earn your leisure. You're going to see a lot of what they talk about being like you're gonna start seeing that coming into fruition with what we're, what myself and Jamal are doing um in the months to come. So yeah, man. Again, just big, 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 big. So yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like I got. I feel like I've got, I, I feel like I've run out of words when I got to say what I'm like so passionate about something. But yeah, yeah and it wonderful.
1: shows. So man, it shows the impact they've haven't had on you. Yeah, if if they can influence you to, to start your own agency and, and look at more looking at what you're doing in the community, it can do it for others as well. So that's nah, good. So it's good what they're doing. Yeah, man.
0: Passing the baton. Passing the baton. Definitely. Definitely.
1: And I guess I guess you can start to again for me, one of one of the accounts that I okay, there's two people. So within the, within that my my industry's fashion, all about fashion, to start my own club, my own trainer brand. Um, which I no longer do. But what inf- one guy that did influence me to start the brand was Reese Obara, who owns, um, Near Dubois. So he, the backstory for Reese is he was a young pro at Man City. Um, it didn't work for out work out for him there. He ended up going around a few of the championship clubs. But whilst he was um within, I think it might be when he was a youth team at Man City actually, he started his own clothing brand. De Bois, which um, it initially kind of just popped up within the football industry. There's a lot of young footballers wearing it, and then it, it kind of worked its way into more of a, I guess, global market. If they can say now, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, do, do globally. But yeah, just his story and the growth of the brand over the last, I want to say, six or seven years is is crazy. I saw recently this, I think, last month alone, he his net income was i might be like four point two mil which just shows like the level he's on at the moment um yeah but yeah he yeah he's one guy and then there's another guy that i also follow called george heaton who is one of the
0: heaton brothers that I own a brand called represent wait um, wait 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 we can't just we can't just quickly just brush past me for a bar like that there's more I know there's, I I gonna, there's more compare, to say I'm to
1: compare the two and then I was like, okay, okay, why, okay. why Reese was right. Why Reese is my pick, basically. Right. Okay, um, yeah, go ahead, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, again, like just to come, just to compare the two, because it was a tough choice who I who I add to okay. the list between Reese and and George. But um, yeah, just giving a quick overview of Reese and then onto George Heaton. Um, I guess why why he's one of my why he would have been one of my picks is. Simply because of the transparency he shows on social, and I think if I was to run a brand at scale, it would I just follow his blueprint in terms of how active he is on social, how active he is in his community, um, the feedback he gets from social, he then applies it into his work and it affects the decision making when it comes to product materials, feel and fit, um, the brand he's created again last ten years, he released a book. I was gonna buy it and I thought it was 500 pounds and I had to itch my head. <laughs> but um, yeah, um yeah the story is crazy. Um the, the, the clothing as well is it, it's it's quite an it's quite an American American feel in terms of that boxy fit. But it's it's, it's what is it's what's in fashion now and that's why I think they've seen their growth over the last few years as that oversized boxy fit is coming fashion. They've mm. just they've just grown as that trend's grown. But yeah, in terms of quality, there, yeah, it's unmatched. The price point is slightly higher, but for what what you're getting for that price point it's a better quality product that will, that will last you longer. But um, yeah, again, to cut, when comparing the two, for me, it's Reese Wabara. and I oh. think it's for me, it is is simply his story, and how relatable yeah. it is. Being being a young pro myself, finding something outside of football that you can kind of focus on is it, it's not easy. It's not easy, and I can imagine he got a lot of scrutiny for it in his early days. Um, a lot of managers would probably would have told him just to focus on football. Or when his career wasn't going well, that the, the the business was probably an excuse for why it might not have gone well. And he made he made the decision to step away from the game eventually and focus on the business. And I bet, yeah, he, I bet he's not looked back because the the growth, the product, the this how how. How he scaled the business is is, is being crazy. It's on the similar lines of of, of Gymshark. Uh, yeah, I know. I know he's been a guy you've had your eyes on as well. Like how, how has he impacted you, and what have you what have you liked from him?
0: I think for me, like obviously the the you 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 were the one who kind of introduced me to him to be honest, and then like I kind of gave him a follow, and then like what he was putting up on his stories, it was just so impactful. Like it was just like. It, it, you know it just felt like we were both in the same headspace like some mm-hmm. of the quotes that he would put up sometimes were like quotes from Think, think and Grow Rich and I was like oh, I'm reading that book right now and it's like yo yeah that, mm-hmm. that that, you know the little things like that that I could just super relate to and again I, one thing that I really did like was the transparency in his story so he would be talking about how much he maybe spent on like Facebook advertising and then mm-hmm. this is the return that he got you know, and super open to it. He's always like used to post about like his trips from because He's based in Manchester, so he, he's always traveling down to London for work and stuff like that. You see his house, his cars, and things like that. Like all those types of things are like super, super duper uh, mo- motivational. And I just like straight away, I just clicked. And then um, like you touched on his ebook, so he had an ebook which kind of just like has is like a blueprint for Facebook advertising at the time. Um, I think it was going for a thousand pounds, no? And then and then you told me about it, and I think it was like fifty percent off. Um, mm. and then it was Sounds like five hundred pounds. So yeah, it was something it was something like that again. But again, it's like he knows his worth. He knows that mm. this blueprint is what made him that twenty million pounds one year or whatever it was. So, you know, something like that I can really get behind. Again, young guy played football, sporting background, just like the both of us have had. Uh, found something else outside of football that he was that he was more passionate about, and that he probably saw more longevity in, as opposed to mm-hmm. football, that like, your career can finish at any time. You know, it can finish. You know, thirty, let's say. You know, you start kind of going on the wind down. So he thought, you know, what well, I could grow this more and kind of earn more and have, you know, like this. This will be me. Do you know what I mean? So he stopped his career early and just focused on de Devois, and I think he can never. He bet on himself. And yeah, no, definitely. there's no regrets when it when you bet on yourself. There's no regrets, man. No regrets right. at all. You put yourself out there, and you wanted to see what you could get back. And and he's reaping the rewards of those or the benefits there. Yeah. So um yeah, man. Big shout out to Reeshu Abara. So, yeah. For me, you. I
1: just want to add. Yeah. Again,
0: for me, Riz,
1: it was that change in mentality in terms of opening my mind or. Up to uh, different different possibilities in terms of what I could do outside of football, how how to learn how to educate yourself maybe outside of university. It was just a different approach that I yeah. never considered whilst playing football. He got yeah, me into yeah. re- he got me into reading, and the books he was reading was the books I started reading. Like slowly, I started to to use him as a as a blueprint. So how I wanted to live my life. and ultimately it made it made my life better because I felt more focused, I felt more confident with my my decision making and with what I wanted to do because yeah. I've seen that he's he's done it um yeah. before me. So, yeah, again, these guys like we again, we can talk about these guys forever because they they have impacted what we do now and what we will do in the future. But yeah, again, yeah, he's cool. another another guy, another guy to follow.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and like there's there's so many other honourable mentions that I could I could throw out there. Um, I oh, think... the Benj-
1: Mr. Benjamin as well. Oh, Benjo
0: he's yeah, Benjo Honourable,
1: honourable, honourable shout out because again, his still... what I like about him is all well, he's 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 from the hood, and he's yeah. he's he's his personality has stayed throughout. Like I can imagine a lot of people from his background would end up evolving and. Maybe changing themselves to suit the, the corporate world, the business world, but he yeah. he has grown his business by being the guy he is, which is incredible to to stay true to himself and still grow the business from such a grass it was such a grassroots business. I think it was he talks about like he started off with a hundred pounds in a dream and yeah, and, and the rest is history. But, but The thing I,
0: is, you you, you the the what I like about him is that like, again. It's, it's probably the same thing with everyone that we're probably gonna be talking about is, it's the journey, it's that journey mm-hmm. in the stories, right? So like you, I remember you telling me that early on you bought like a wallet or something from Benjar, you didn't quite get it and you asked for like a refund or something like that, but mm-hmm. it was like, that was part of his journey, like that was the journey for you, you connected with him then, and yeah. then to see where it got to now, you're like, yo, like that's, it's possible. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Like, you know, I I, I can forgot think about it. that, you know. I forgot about the the wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, buying the wallet and it didn't come. It was yeah. like two months later, it's still not come. So I tried to contact the customer services, no reply. But this is early on in the days, early on yeah, in the um, yeah. in the business. And then yeah, two years yeah. later, I've got I've got five tracksuits of his. Like, yeah, the yeah, shows, yeah. Shows the growth, yeah. The growth, Again, the stories like this that help you because in the early days, I probably, you can probably relate. It feels it is tough, and you mm. and you probably question if you're making the right question if you're making the right decision. But seeing the stories and seeing that they've they've overcome like the instant hurt, these like early teething problems and the hurdles early on to 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 build a sustainable business is, is what keeps keeps you going.
0: Yeah, man. And he, he, you know, I I followed him on. Um... On Snapchat for a long time, I think it was back, I remember it was like when I was in Jamaica, 2017, oh, doing four years, wow, um, but yeah, four years ago, I was following on Snapchat, uh, while I was in Jamaica at the time, I was like, just watching his snaps, and he, he used to do a lot of like inspirational, like, not quotes, it was like stories, like just talking about certain things, and I was just like, yo, know, I was blown away, because I don't even know where, I don't even know how I even came across the account, it probably was from you but um the transparency he would give like you would see on his snapchat he's like oh damn like the the owners of the warehouse have just sold the warehouse to another company they've got to find a new warehouse or something like that and like mm-hmm. he gives you first-hand transparency into how he's making some of his decisions and he's you know how he's got to think critically to you know get his stock from one place to another place and like these are just like one of a few problems that he might face on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and, like, it just gives you a good insight into what it's like being a business owner, because I don't think everybody's cut out for it, do you know what I mean? No, but if no, you're no. very much, like, solution based, I feel like it's probably what, it might be something that you want to go for, but, like, just watching it's him not, and me, yeah. Feel like, yeah, this is me. But yeah, go ahead. No, what it's are you going to do? It's not
1: glamorous at all. Again, I keep adding to the list, but I as I'm was speaking, people keep coming to my mind. Daniel Astro, yeah. how did I forget? I don't know how I forgot Daniel Astro. Uh, ah, yes, yeah, hearing his, yeah. his story. I'm not going to talk too much. All I'm going to say is watch, search YouTube, search a day in the life of a construction owner. Uh, yeah, Daniel. Astrell. Yeah, and just just yeah, watch, yeah. just watch the video and and yeah, you you understand why there's why we hype about him so much.
0: Yeah man, we got big up Daniel Asheville. I know he uses stereo as well. So big him up, bring up Yanamise as well. These are big accounts, but I think we've got to talk about the biggest account that we probably follow the most, gives us the mm. gives us the most news within the industry, all different mm. things, whether it's like football, whether it's sport, whether it's like music, art, like gems, everybody that we've just been talking about, they share yeah. on their platform. And yeah, um, it's
1: like an all in, in all in one page. Like you get everything you need from the one. You know page. what? You can literally just follow them and not follow they anyone
0: should... else. Do you know what? We should just call them the encyclopedia. They literally, mm. they that's what they should be. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Mm. And like even when I click on their page, right? There's so much content on there that I don't even realize I like I miss that. I miss that mm. because of the algorithm. But like, yeah, man, that, that number one account that I feel like has influenced us a lot or the most, and that everyone should really follow is Made You Think. Uh, mm-hmm. Made You Think. Again, UK guys, um, the guy who runs it is very much like from the hood. Mm. He's found his opportunity. He talks. I like the way they like they talk on the page as well. He tries to be as honest as possible. Always in the mm-hmm. comments. Celebrities are always in the comments. Rappers, everyone's always in the comments. Comments is where it goes off. They're having mm. discussions. And, and you know what it is as well? It's not just dumb discussions about, like, you know, just things that don't mean anything. Sometimes yeah. it's about things that, you know, like financial literacy. You know, what would you do mm. if you had a credit card or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. And what I like well. it's, um,
1: it's stuff that goes on within our community. Like, yeah. he, like a, a common theme is black women and thoughts, opinions, um stories around black women and how they're treated and how, how men look at black women or whatever whatever but that yeah. that that open dialogue in his comments is important for for the community because it allows various different opinions to interact with each other get feedback rare rare and change and hopefully change perception a bit more but yeah again it's important for the culture and what I like again like you said the way he's the way he speaks the way his page is it's very raw and it's very it's very authentic and it's not it's not what you when you think of social media you don't really think um a page of his would would do well because yeah. like you look at the you look at the logo for example I can't even yeah. I couldn't tell you what the logo is which is, yeah. which is which is bad in in a way but it, it suits the page like, yeah. the logo doesn't yeah. really appeal I don't know what's on it but it, it works for him. The the, the 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 handle is not it might not be the cleanest looking hand, um handle but it works for him and he's yeah. he's just straight through to himself and built the team around him and and it, and it's worked it's excelled like it's 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 good to see it's good to see but again another important important figure within the community
0: yeah one hundred percent man I think what well, what's the handle again it's made you think underscore I believe it is yeah. um. Again, you said it all there, man. Like, the logo and stuff doesn't necessarily stand out to me. But, you know, it it, it does say, it, obviously, the, the letters are, like, um, MYT, which has made you think. But, um, yeah, like, it, I feel like things could be better, but it works for what the page is, and that's what everyone associates yeah. it with. So it definitely does its jobs, you know, outside of my opinion of it. But, um, like, it's something I go to all the time, when things are happening, like, even if, like, sometimes I might see earn, you, earn, you, earn Your Leisure content on Made You Think before I see it on Earn Your Leisure. So it's like, and the same with, like, a Reese Robara pro. Like, I know Today Made You Think posted about Reese Robara talking about the 4.2 million pounds that he earns. Um, I don't know if it was, like, the past month or whatever it was, but... like, that transparency, they're offering that to the rest of the, rest of the community and it's, like, super, super, duper important, so, um, yeah, man big props to big props to, to Made You Think they've got a whole marketing team now they work with labels, labels work with them to, like, um, like, help promote different artists and things like that, and, um, yeah, like, they do so much, and, like, to be able to be one man, I think he He's he had some time in prison for him to be able to change his life around and use social media to help him mm-hmm. elevate himself into what he's done now and have a salary and pay other salaries and mm-hmm. and things like that. Like it's such an inspirational story. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, made you think is number one. We 100% got other honorable mentions that we've mentioned there, Reese Robara, um, uh, Dan Ashville yanomize there's also a guy called jay um v s o p who always just drops like uh, certain gems he's similar to like earn your leisure but in a different way like he talks about things like universal credit how to get you know work in tax credit like things that are really important to our community that people might not even know about whether it be like you know how to earn 85% um percent back on your on your on your childcare how to earn extra money by selling trainers he's very much into the trainer game um mm-hmm. but a lot of what he talks about is very simple stuff and it's probably more focused towards like parents single parents and maybe students um so if you're looking for a way to make extra cash on the side 30 pound 100 pound a week or whatever it is like eBay whatever i know you went through a spell of like selling on eBay and uh, Gumtree and all those different types of things and he just he just he just basically Gives you gems on all those things. Uh, buying a house, working on your credit, how to earn points, next to points, Tesco Club card points, all these things, that how you can use these things to just work it for your benefit. So, yeah, yeah. big shout out to him as well. Cool. Um, I, need to, I
1: need to get this guy in. Again, I don't know how I missed him. because he's, <laughs> he's been one of the biggest people to blow over the last 12 months throughout the pandemic okay. and so on. But Mounia Chihuahua, I hope I said his last name right.
0: Okay. Yeah, has, yeah.
1: He's been. Do you know Munya?
0: Yeah, the the comedian.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Yeah. Again, his growth over the last 18 months has been crazy, and the way he yeah. turns around content is unmatched. Yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah. during the pandemic, Boris Johnson will come not with a statement. Two hours later, Munya's got a video there, you know, and it's he, and you know, blown up.
0: You know what it is? His, you know, like his turnaround time is so unmatched. It's almost as if. He's a psychic. Mm. Do you know what
1: I'm saying? He, like, he knows it before
0: it's coming. Like, it's he knows it, it's, like he had, it's like he's already prepared it before it was coming. Like, artists and need it's to get not... in their bag. Art, like, mm. some rappers need to get in their bag because when you're seeing certain people taking three days to, to return a diss track oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Munya is coming out with the parody. Like, he's, his pen game is strong as well. Like, we can't even discredit that. Do you know what I mean? And his pen game mm. is strong with the with the the punch lines, with the the jokes, like he he, that yeah, unmatched.
1: he, he doesn't miss, which is mad, because his turnaround time is quick, so you expect yeah. things not to be funny or things not to be on point, but each parody is on point, which is yeah, his work rate is, is, is like you said, unmatched, but yeah, we couldn't we couldn't go past, past him, because yeah, it's, yeah. It's, again, and another important one for the culture, because he he, I reckon. I reckon he got a lot of people through lockdown, just in terms of the comedy he was bringing through through a tough time, and the way he flipped the pandemic and flipped COVID on its head. Um,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. There's even there's even guys like Mo, the comedian. Like mm-hmm. to me, so like many. so many. There's there's so many. I like that. just a final word from Mo, just because like um, just because like I've known him for quite a while, so it's like just to see his growth. Like I used to run around Camden, Shoreditch, do events. I used to ask Mo to, to do, um, to like host them. Cause he was, he was like, he, w- he was kind of like hood famous back then, mm-hmm. you know? So he wasn't like, he wasn't mainstream and it was hard to break into the mainstream then. Social media wasn't really around like that for all that domain was, re- was really Twitter. But like it wasn't like as prominent as it is now. So we used to be able to book him at one hundred pound, two hundred pound, whatever, and and do that. And then to see him to where he's now doing like world tours, his own book, winning Baftas, and like winning, bro, it's winning Baftas. Mm-hmm. like it's it's mad own TV show. Um, he's got a book signing that he's doing. A, I don't know when coming up, and like it's all that stuff even the podcast. his podcasts are intellectual like the conversations he has with like young Philly poet uh Jeremy Lynch uh d double like all these like these are some really important conversations that he's having as well mm-hmm. and like another thing that i like as well his stylist he's bringing in the, his boys like his stylist is is like his boys like right? and he he brings them all with him started doing like house tours like it just shows you there's so many options. There's so many mm. options. I got one last name. I got one last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> our top our top three is turned into a top ten, but they all the, deserve,
0: man. The, the you know 10. what? The top three is just turned into a community, and that <laughs> just shows that's like that's what it needs for us to all elevate. And mm. the last one I'm gonna say is Patricia Bright. Like oh, yeah, epic again. Epic. Again, epic. <laughs> mm. epic. epic, epic. Um, again yeah, so... it's
1: just the way she co- the way she co- I, I won't talk too much about her but the, way communicates... <laughs> <laughs> the way she communicates her message is what is a way that can relate to the community because she's she takes the the corporate message the the formal message about finance and and maybe from, from like the likes of Samuel Lee's, maybe grant Cardone and these these guys within like the property industry. And she yeah. relays it back to her community in a way that everyone can understand. Yeah. And again, for, for, for women as well, being a black woman, you don't you don't really see that. But I'm not going to talk too much. Because we've we've we we yeah, we've gone over a lot of accounts. But again, it's very important, very important <laughs> one to follow.
0: Yeah, uh, hope hopefully we don't like lose value in um uh, in what we're trying to say. Um I feel like maybe what we gotta do in the future is maybe like make it a bigger list as as opposed to top three we do top 10 Mm. uh and we can go again but again like yeah there are a lot of accounts out there and you know what like I want to hear from our audience man I want to hear like if there are some names that we're missing you know we we can do honorable mentions in the next um in the next podcast next week so it'd be good to hear like what are some of the accounts that you guys follow like who 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 are you listening to? Who's influencing you? Who's been um really important in your life and some of the decisions that you make? You know, like there's there's so many artists and so many other people and like could be dead or alive. Like for me, but like I I I consume Nipsey Hustle's mu- uh not music but like his content, like he's still alive. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like things like that, like. Whoever it is, man, let us know in the comments, man. Give us your top three accounts that you follow on Instagram that have that influence you the most. Like, let us know, man. I want to hear about it. And uh, yeah, me and Jam will definitely get back to you guys in the in, in the in the comments and and um it'd be interesting to see like where you guys heads at and if it's similar to ours, you know? So
1: definitely. definitely.
0: Yeah, man. It's um I guess yeah, that's it, man. That's the end, man. That's the that's the wrap. Do you know, mm. what I mean, it's been, it's been a pleasure talking on this one. i thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, definitely very passionate about all the the accounts that we've had, and um, I think we've given like a good analysis on on all the accounts. So, yeah, man. I guess until next time, man. Until next until time. Next, um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, well, yeah. Well,
1: until next until next week,
0: same time next week. Same time next week, eight PM, uh, Wednesday. You know, follow us on all the socials. I go by the name of Julian Green and my co host, Jamal Lawrence, and we're out, man.